Pep Roulette wins as Man City Champions League ban is lifted. Hello FPL Surgery listeners, on this episode we will go over our reactions to the game we just passed. We will have a discussion with the guest regarding him taking over in my hot seat next season. Then we will go through listener questions which may involve how to manage your team around these FA Cup games, Liverpool assets, do we hold them, Aubameyang, is he worth bringing in for the last two, Kane hits 200, and is it time to get some wood? Okay, welcome back listeners to the 179th episode of the FPL Surgery Podcast. We are recording on Thursday the 16th of July 2020. Iceman here again, back with my co-host Stefan. Welcome back, Stefan. Thanks, James. I'm good to go for the second to last game week before the end. The penultimate game week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How are you getting on in the Norwegian FPL at the moment? We've been discussing that off-pod a few times, but you've never mentioned it on here. Still going. Still going pretty strong, but this time was the first game week in a while. I've faced some adversity, but I'm still top uh, 25 or something. So 25 that one, in that the That was going, going well, and I'm not watching any football from Norway, so uh, I think maybe that should, should do the trick for uh, FPL next season. Just <laughs> don't watch any games. Don't watch it. Yeah, I think there was something Simon March did once. It was quite interesting. I think he won when he didn't watch any game. I can't remember. I'll have to talk to him about it. Right, let's move on. So the, the guest this week who will be taking over for myself in the host chair has four top 10k finishes in FPL with his highest being 2,214th. We'll go into it more on topic two, Rich, but... How do you feel about taking over in the hot chair, Rich Davis, aka Flapjack FPL? Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Obviously, a little bit nervous to follow on from you. Um, so you should be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's big pressure, and I, I know you're a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah, I, I am. But I, we, as I mentioned before, I've listened to a podcast you and Josh did together, and it sounded great. So I'm quite excited about what you've got to bring. Looking forward to it. If you would uh, like to support the podcast, please do so at our Patreon. I'd like to thank all of our patrons. Really have been a credit and kept me going all year. So thank you very much. Honourable mentions to Andy Portlock, Vince Paul and Ron Frost, who are pledging at their highest tier. So thank you to all of them. If you'd like to support us, go to patreon.com forward slash FPL surgery. Right. Let's get back to those topics then. Reactions to the game we just passed. Uh, there was a cane brace. Pep continues to give FPL managers headaches. There were injuries to Taylor and Holgate. Robertson now a better asset than TAA, Stefan. Late Burnley goal allowed Wolves to lose another late clean sheet. And Arsenal beat the champions. Had to get that one in there. I was going to go over the, the key noticeable stats, but yeah, we're right in the middle of Thursday night. We haven't actually got them all to hand. All I know is that Vardy should have scored because he is one of the biggest under achievers on an xg of 0.7 robertson again the most touches this game week and the most touches in the opponent's half as well of 82 he seems to be really coming out of it at this time of the season what have you noticed about the game week rich and how it's going um i think there's gonna be a lot of low scores around because i know obviously the game week started on the on the friday night with the with the chelsea game and i think there was a lot of people disappointed you know, that it was such a low scoring game, but it turns out the more Chelsea you had, the better, really, unless you had Willian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people captained him and uh, obviously didn't produce. I brought in Alonso this game week, FYI listeners, and I captained him as a out the dark punt to see if that could get me up the rankings, but should have had a, an assist and should have scored a header as well, so I was quite disappointed by that. But yeah, it is, has been a low scoring week. If you've scored well this week, you, I think it will really boost you up. What about you then, Stefan? What have you noticed about the game week so far? Well, I think it was a good week for the free hitters, even though they didn't think uh, count themselves lucky at Friday night. Because I think, first of all, they were unlucky in the Chelsea game. Everyone who had Chelsea assets, mm. they could easily, like Alonso, could easily have gotten a goal and an assist. And Max Bonus, so he couldn't have a big hole in him. And I think also Pulisic could have gone, got more goals. And of course, Giroud. And other than that, my, my biggest... Kane is back, by the way, and, and Son <laughs> is a sneaky, sneaky one. Those guys who are sold out mass for the city assets have slowly and maybe quietly just delivered. Uh, so that that's an interesting one. And Vardy today, watching him, it was one of the best games I watched from Vardy in a while. And 
the owners should deem themselves very unlucky. Yeah, and I, I feel that. So, so, it's, so it's a big week for being unlucky, I think. And the only guys who got lucky was like me again with Jimenez. Such a lucky goal. It was a great goal, but it's like it's, like it's its only shot again. That was decent, though, wasn't it? Yeah, the like yeah, it karate scissor kick type goal. Yeah, he, ha- he had one other header, which was uh, never going to go in. So it's... Uh, it's a lucky one, and Doherty with the assist, also a lucky one. But the rest of us guys were pretty much unlucky. Uh, David Silva, he, those who got him weren't really lucky. They got what they deserved, I think. It was a, it was the best, best game for him, although City didn't actually play very well. No, they didn't. Man City, an XG of 0.54, and Bournemouth with an XG of 1.93. And also a big stat, which... Uh, late riser who should be on next week saying that the Cherries even broke the Premier League record for the most goal attempts registered at the Etihad Stadium and the fewest conceded there so it's quite a stat there for Bournemouth they, look, they, they did play quite well the the problem is with I mean I know you say it was a good week for the free hitters but a lot of people brought in the likes of Sterling predicting that he would start and you know, keeping the likes of either KDB or, or Mares. And obviously that wasn't the way to go because they were all benched and you had all three of them, didn't you, <laughs> Rich? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't on free hit, but yeah, I've had Sterling, De Bruyne and Mares. Mm. Sterling was captain. Um, so yeah, that's heartbreaking. Pretty, that's bad as it can get. Yeah, I, I still cheered myself up thinking, you know, they could come off the bench and still haul. But I mean, yeah, two points between the three of them. Three of the most, you know, expensive players. Yeah. Or three of the most expensive midfielders anyway. The only good thing and the shining light for me is, you know, I'd imagine they'd they'd be very likely to play thirty seven and thirty eight. But then may, maybe I'm falling for that same trap again. <laughs> yeah, you would think. <laughs> I mean to note, uh, Josh did list the team last week. I think he only got three wrong, and that was Sterling up front, who he had, and it was Jesus instead, and then I think it was the right back Cancelo yeah, who was the other one injured, yeah there was, there was one other both backs Cancelo Sinchenko and Sterling that was it yeah for, for and who cares yeah. about the wing backs I think the, the other guesses were good yeah, but, uh, it made made me want to watching that lineup and seeing how the game and City was so flat. Thinking, why didn't I just stick to my no City plan? I was on it for a while, well, but the, the FOMO got me, the pressure yeah, got to me. Yeah, yeah. well, and, they kept scoring five goals. So it was hard when the teams keep scoring yeah, five goals. Yeah, it was, but I still I still think I would have done pretty well if I didn't own the City single City asset. Yeah, I think uh, I'd go either three or none. As it, you yeah. just go, you go all in, or yeah. don't bother. Stefan's been preaching <laughs> yeah. that a while, haven't he? It's either go for it or just yeah, don't don't even bother. Yeah, I agree with that. But we, we have uh, we have talked pre-pod and like WhatsApp, Rich, about how it's quite lucky at the moment with who you're picking. There's a lot of luck involved in captain decisions and, and stuff like that. What are your thoughts on how lucky it's been so far? Obviously, me and you both had William in game week 30, and he's produced nearly in every single game up until this game week, which a lot of people were expecting him. What do you reckon yeah. on luck as a whole? I mean... Yeah, with William, I think we were both quite happy that he left our teams after the free hit. Mm. And then obviously he went on that that massive streak. Um, I, I do think, I mean, the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of luck because there's been a lot of strange injuries. Um, you know, players like Charlie Taylor, people have, might have him coming off the bench or um, Holgate. Yeah. He'd be coming off the bench for one point, whereas some people are going to have Jimenez coming off the bench with nine points. And I mean, it was the most polarizing week I remember last last week, where well, there was Antonio and Sterling, yeah. and that was about it off the top of my head. And the week before, it was all about if you had Salah. Um, yeah, and there's a, I think there's quite a lot of luck in that. You know, you've got to pick the right the right captain. I don't know about this week. I mean, I guess people, if someone's captain, for example, Giroud or Pulisic, they probably weren't very happy the other night, but yeah. now they probably yeah. are. No, it's not me. I wasn't happy with my uh, seven points on Alonso. And now, depending on this United match, uh, I think I'm okay with it now. It's seven points captain. That's not too bad. Whereas I I was almost nailed on captain and Salah, uh, which you did, Stefan. And he definitely deserves something from that game, but just didn't come in the end. No, and I think it's it's not nothing you can do, really. But uh, the thing thing I'm thinking about is... uh, Maybe people and us, including, are making too much of these bad game weeks now because there's so few game weeks left. Yeah. It just seems seems bigger when you're trying to chase either a top 10k finish or in my in my spot the top 
top 100k finish and getting to stay in the Norwegian Elite 64 uh, have this battle and <laughs> it seems seems much more important uh, a single game week now uh, and if this had been game week 4 you'd been right meh okay move on did yeah. Have, yeah it's not a big deal really but uh, at this point uh, I guess you feel a bit more caught up in it when it's going bad and for those who has a terrible game week, there's still only two game weeks left, and then we can move on to the next season. Yeah, and I also that's, think that's the, that's a good part. I also think this game week's almost a, a good one to have a bad one if you have, because it's so low scoring, as Rich mentioned. So mm. there is that thought. I also have the same thing with that, Stefan. I want to try and stay in the Elite 64 league. I'm, I think I'm about four places off, but that's about 60 points worth. So I don't think I'm I'm going to make it. Unfortunately, but, you know, it is what it is. Right, let's move on to topic number two then. Discussion with Rich over your takeover. I've been running this podcast, Rich, since November the 15th, 2015. And since then, we have recorded 183 episodes, which I've only missed three. So that's 642,983 plays that we've had, and that's around 229 hours of recorded podcasts. This is excluding the 30 minutes of pre-pod that we normally spend, and at least 10 minutes for the Iceman's Piss Break, about 10 to 15 minutes after chat, where I chat with either Bully or Stefan and or the guests, not to mention the amount of recording issues that we've experienced with my mic, the guest mic, the host mics, Bully especially. So I estimate at least two hours sat in my podcast chair every episode. So if I have recorded 180 episodes, that's about 360 hours sat in this chair. Not to mention uh, watching Match of the Day, watching live games, listening to other football podcasts, researching stats, games and players, setting the schedule for the episode in, in the Google Docs, posting the questions tweet, collecting questions together via Slack and Twitter, order the questions with the headlines, research how to answer certain questions, get the new Patreons in the running order, the mini leagues, organising the guests, booking the guests in advance, getting all the information from the guests, including headlines, voice notes from the Patreons at the end of the podcast, editing the podcast. I listen back to it with, and I remove erms and a few silences and things. So that takes over three hours. Although I haven't done this since the restart, so uh, don't question me on that one. Promoting the pod on Twitter, Reddit, etc. Replying back to feedback and questions. Looking after the Slack channel and dealing with any conflicts, etc. Sending out merchandise for monthly league winners and monthly draws and getting together the merchandise including printing shirts coasters mugs and stress balls now rich you'll be taking over in my role how are you going to fill my shoes i mean i, I knew you did quite a lot of work um <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was you know it was that much obviously a big reason that i signed up to your Patreon at the end of last year was because I knew you guys were putting a lot of effort into it and obviously me and Josh want to keep that going one thing I'd probably change is having a 10 minute piss break you know, <laughs> we could probably cut that down to maybe three minutes <laughs> um, so you must have had what 30 hours of piss breaks over the last five years well that's quick maths <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, quite, it's quite a lot yeah and I mean I did turn 35 yesterday but it's you know it's still going at a decent speed um so i yeah i think we'll cut that down to three minutes that would save seven minutes a week oh you're already um, you're already pre-planning yeah. with how to improve the podcast i like it like, yeah work smarter not harder ah <laughs> nice yeah yeah obviously <laughs> okay well, well we'll see well obviously I'll, I'll continue to do most other things i will sort out the guests and i will start off the schedule of the pod i'll still be in slack and on twitter along with stefan as well i just won't be hosting the podcast next year it will be you mr flapjack and josh paxman who was on last week so I would like all the listeners to give them both as much support as possible because they are brilliant replacements and me and Stefan are both looking forward to what they're going to provide. Are you looking forward to it then, Rich, overall? No, I am looking forward to it. And just to touch on that, I, you know, obviously I've been a listener. You know, I used to listen when it was like six of you. I think there were six. I thought it was more at the time. 
but you know i've listened since the very start so i am quite sad actually um <laughs> good but it's better than the ending <laughs> completely yeah yeah maybe, maybe you're you know? you're, <laughs> you're keeping the surgery alive hopefully yeah no i think yeah. there were only five right there oh, i'm losing track now i think there are only five it sounded like there were loads of you and you all had like <laughs> odd nicknames from what i remember like. yeah yeah no that's true and i still do <laughs> do have an odd nickname right let, let's get to the listener questions then So first one here is from Alan from our Slack channel. He's saying, Kane got his third double-digit haul of the season. Can we rely on him, Spurs, to continue to deliver? Now, Stefan, you were mentioning Kane earlier. Are you thinking about bringing him in? Uh, no, but I, I don't <laughs> really have the option. Yeah. Um, but I think Son would be a, an interesting one. And uh, I don't have the option to get him either, but I, I will... Uh, I will say that uh, both uh, Son could be a, a pretty good pick for the last two game weeks. Crystal Palace, they aren't too bad against United today, but they did allow lots of chances against uh, both uh, Chelsea before. And mm. I don't remember the other, other team I, I watched them against. But I think that uh, game week 38 fixture could be great. And the 37 fixture against Leicester, I guess you're going to just hoping that... Uh, uh, Wes Morgan and Johnny Evans and Bennett are too slow for for Son or even Kane maybe, and uh, it could be goals there. I don't know how Leicester will try to play that game if they try to win or just go for a draw. Uh, I, I think even though Leicester loses that game against Spurs, they are able to secure top four by winning against United in the last game week, no matter what the results are today. So I think uh, it's hard to hard to know what they're going to do against Leicester, but I still like Son and even Kane. Uh, I think if you if you're choosing between Kane or Aubameyang, that's an interesting one. I'm not sure Aubameyang is that much better. Aston Villa is fighting for their life, and Watford they might be secure in the last game week, but they might also fight for something. Yeah, either um, one. It's it's a, it's a big question though out of the two. Yeah. So if you, if you had the choice, who would you go there? I would go for. Uh, think maybe I'll go for Kane. Just <laughs> maybe maybe it oh, doesn't wow. sound too yeah. too convincing. Kane Come or Aubameyang? It would definitely be Kane, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, but the rest. I'll go for the rest. Arsenal are going to play one more game than Spurs, and then mm. that's the big thing for me. And yeah, who knows what? Difference. Who knows who's going to start at Tuesday for Arsenal? I guess Aubameyang will play. He he had his rest now, but maybe the whole Arsenal team is going to be a bit weaker, and that plays into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I like Kane. I always like Kane. I just never had him this season. I think. But what Kane, the centre back, who who I captained yeah. a few weeks ago and completely let me down. Yeah, but the, you just kept him the wrong game, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah, against Chef, just, if it, against if Bournemouth. Kept him. Yeah, <laughs> that was VAR's fault. So. <laughs> yeah, blame VAR. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're right, Coin Rich. You're a big lover of Kane. Yeah. I know this. I am. Yeah, Kane what, lover. <laughs> what what, uh, what are your thoughts on him at the moment? Do you think he's worth it? Yeah, I know. I do. I mean, if it wasn't for VAR, he'd have what one blank in the last six games because assuming he scored that penalty that should have been given. Um. Yeah, and I, there's so many good midfielders at the moment. That's what, another reason why I'd go for Kane over Son, because I wouldn't know how to to clear a bit of space in the midfield. So for yeah, for me it's Kane. I mean, obviously you mentioned Kane against the Bamiyang, both are on penalties, and I think like Stefan said, when you've got one player not playing, you know, in a cup, one player's a bit more rested. Mm. I'd go for Kane, and I mean I did compare the XG per ninety earlier, and Kane edges it i mean we're talking by 0.02 per 90 but he still edges it but he i mean he has got his 200 club career goals maybe that is something to spare him on a little bit more uh, because he, he got that in 350 appearances which is quicker than ronaldo aguero Henri, and rooney but he only got the two shots in the newcastle game right at the end of the game as well and he scored with both of them so he's still playing that deeper role he's still playing in this spurs team that i just hate to watch i do not envy you spurs fans i tell you i've, I've listened to james on planet fpl and he just hates it at the moment he can't wait until jose goes but you have to live with it at the moment and i, I just 
I don't know, even when I captained him, I was almost regretful of putting on it. I just thought, maybe they'll turn it around and something will happen. But I knew the whole time that Spurs are just not really looking that great. Like Stefan says, they could turn it around and he's, you know, he's been a 30 goal a season player, so he is able to. Um, it's clinical. Did, did, yeah. don't, didn't he have the record for fastest to 250 goals or something? No, that's that's what um, I said just now. He's yeah, uh, yeah. 350 appearances. He's better than Ronaldo, Aguero, Henri and Rooney. I sort of go happy again. Ings scored. So I'm uh, <laughs> yes, I just, more happy I now. saw, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy <laughs> yeah. because I was going to make that move as well. That's worse. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I can shout Kane even harder now. I think I think Kane's the one to go for. At least if we want to, if we want to climb the climb the rankings, uh, I think a lot, of, a few people maybe will go for Aubameyang, and no one will go for Kane. And he's a he's a sneaky player. And if someone's going to score a hat trick on the last day, I, I would much rather think it's Kane than Aubameyang. Mm. But I do like Son as well. Son looks to be sort of back to it. It depends on how many chances you got. I mean, we did have some questions on Aubameyang. We had uh, Bitter and Stout at Mike Jetski, uh, at Mike underscore Jetski. He gives us a great gift every week. See that on Twitter. He's saying Orba or Orba, absolutely not. So great pun on words there. Mike, uh, we also have one from FPL Wilson at FPL Wilson saying, thought on Orba for the next two weeks. Can go Giroud to Orba? But should I keep Giroud against a poor Liverpool defence? I wouldn't say they're poor and have two free transfers for game week 28. I suppose Arsenal, we do need to win the next two to make Europa League. I mean, Villa, like Stefan said, they're, they're tiring as well. I mean, they played well. They started well against United, but they got worse towards the end. And then problem is that FA Cup game, like you mentioned, and the rest time, they, they just need to get that spot because it's seventh spot, which is the Europa League spot because City have won one cup and either Chelsea, United or City or Arsenal, I doubt Arsenal, will win the FA Cup. So I think some people are kind of under-egging that one. Uh, with no crowds next season, Arsenal really do need it. And Aubameyang is going to be the one which people are going to want to go for if they want to choose. Between him and Kane, for me, I know it's like almost a bias thing, but I would go Aubameyang. What about you then, Rich? Out of the two, who would you go? Between uh, Giroud and Aubameyang? Uh, Between Kane and Aubameyang. And then, yeah, if you want to answer the Giroud question as well. Yeah, so, I mean, between Kane and Aubameyang, it's it's something I'm still deciding myself. I mean, because I can upgrade Giroud to any striker I want okay, including yeah. Ings actually so they all sort of come into one so you've you know. got the same question as FPL Wilson there then I basically do yeah. um, see what I was thinking was I looked at the stats but then the stats for Giroud were so good because he was playing Norwich and I mean his XG per 90 is higher than all the other players we've mentioned however <laughs> he doesn't always play much more than 60-70 minutes obviously yeah. he did on Friday which I was really surprised about and he's not a good finisher. So, Giroud is a big no. He was a great pick for a free hit. Uh, now he's he's rubbish. He's, uh, <laughs> you, you don't can't trust his minutes, and that's the thing with Aubameyang or Kane. You get the minutes, and uh, I would also like to add that Tottenham also needs to win their games to keep Arsenal behind them for the <laughs> fight for top seven, <laughs> so the seventh spot. So, same team goes for them. Yeah, true. Yeah. Got, sorry, uh, your answer to that question, all in all, are you going to make so, the move? So with, so with Giroud, I think I will make the move. But I think the point I was going to make was like, you're not going to, I don't know, I wouldn't do a hit to remove Giroud. You know, I'd be happy playing him if I had to. You know, I wouldn't be against it. I mean, he could nick a goal. He could hit six points. Um, but if he, I mean, this the guy that asked the question, he's got, did he say he's got two free transfers? So uh, yeah, well, no, no, yeah. he doesn't. But he, he wanna whether or not he'll save for oh. game week thirty eight. Yeah, I'd agree with Stefan. I'd move on. I'd move on. Whether yeah. it's to Kane, Aubameyang, even Ings. Ings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ings yeah. Why not Ings? Can't stop scoring. And the, yeah. Other than that, Jesus, of course, he keeps starting every game. He might be worth the risk. There's plenty of or, options or of up course, front. Or, of course, as we, as we shouted uh, at the beginning, James, maybe it's time to get Wood. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, let, let's move on to the questions on wood then. So we had a few here. Uh, one from Alan from our Slack saying, how about Chris Wood for the final two game weeks? On a personal note, he will, will he outperform Harry Kane? Uh, and also Charlie Bennett is saying, time to get Wood. Also, Stanislav's very unlucky not to. That's quite correct. Stanislav's is the one to have. And FPL Sears is saying, cheeky pun on Wood. So, Rich, what do you reckon about Wood then? I think it depends if you've got free hit or not. Um, I think if I had free hit, I'd, I'd do it. I'd go for Wood because I think Norwich are giving up. They gave up so many shots to Giroud, like a ridiculous amount. Mm. He's, he's also, he's on penalties. Yeah. So, I mean, I could easily see Norwich giving away a penalty if they're, you know, if they're under the cosh. Um, and I think the week before they, obviously they gave up, um, all those shots to Antonio. Well, they gave up four goals to Antonio. <laughs> yeah, true. So, yeah. I mean, Same I don't think targeting that. He, exactly. But, I mean, it's Burnley. That's the downside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I looked this up and I thought I'd find a compelling reason because it's obviously they've got Norwich and Brighton up next. Norwich are joint worst with Newcastle for headed chances conceded in the last six. And Brighton are the second worst for headed goal attempts in the last six. Now, who's top for headed goals this season? It's Wood and Jimenez, both on five. The only thing I found out was, although the last six, Burnley are fourth worst for headed attempts and third worst for attempts from set plays. But over the season, Burnley are sixth best for headed goal attempts. And not only that, I did find out that Wood, uh, yeah, he's not only got the most headed goals, but uh, this season only Jesus, Abraham and Vardy have registered more big chances than Wood this season amongst forwards. Also, yeah, like you say, Norwich are the worst <laughs> and defending at the moment. Worst for big chances conceded in the last six. And Brighton are actually six worst for big chances conceded. So there's a lot there to say that Wood is actually going to do well the ne- next couple of weeks. I suppose it depends if he, he starts and he plays because he, he, he's been injured, hasn't he? So he's only just come mm. back. Um, who, who knows there? But yeah, I think that's quite a compelling reason to bring him in if you can. What about you and Stefan on Wood? You, you like him? Uh, yeah, I think it could be a, a great asset for uh, maybe both the, the last two game weeks against Brighton also in the in the last game. Yeah. The only downside is, of course, they don't have much to play for. Uh, Burnley, that is. Yeah. And if they play for something, they play for Pope's uh, Golden Glow, I guess. Mm. Seeing as uh, Allison is uh, keeping keeping to concede those easy goals. But another thing, if if you're going to go with people who have something to play for, and why not actually take a look at the team who just outperformed Manchester City in expected goals? Yeah, and uh, Bournemouth. <laughs> we all a lot a lot of us started the season with uh, Callum Wilson and or uh, Josh King, so they have something to play for. Southampton at home and then Everton away. Everton maybe now without Holgate again. Don't think that's too shabby. Yeah, could be could be really good. But the problem is with Wilson, Slanky's come in and I think he started over him and against City. So yeah, who knows what the City there. game if they had a plan for the City game. It's a, it's of course a, a, a very punty one. But uh, if you if you need to do something extreme to catch up your mini league rivals, I'm guessing no one will own a Bournemouth attacker. So that might, might be something. <laughs> if only I had more transfers, I would bring in Stanislas just just for yeah, for Stanislas as well. He, yeah. He, yeah, I think also he looks he, so he's, good. He's, he could have scored a free kick yeah. as well. He's on penalties, free kicks. Yeah. He doesn't always get the minutes, but uh, anyways, he he uh, he's a he's a cool player. I remember owning him also sometimes in the past and. He's a he's a fun watch. He's a man. Stan is the man. They've, they've got a lot of nostalgia picks. I actually had David Brooks written down as a as a oh, bit yeah. of a crazy punt. Yeah. He oh, he only played what twenty thirty minutes against City, and he's only he's only just back from injury as well. But I quite like him. I mean, he had like thirteen, fourteen attacking returns last season. Yeah, he's decent. Yeah, yeah a lot of people. I, win, I like Stan is less more than Brooks. I think Brooks. I think uh, everyone likes Stanislas more than Brooks, surely. Yeah, it's hard not to like Stanislas. <laughs> Give him a free kick, he's going to score. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just watch out, and then I'll be ruining the day that I didn't bring him in. Right, let's move on to the and, next uh, one. Then. By the way, by the way, uh, just on on Kane again, watching Van Arnold getting oxygen here. 
getting uh, oxygen. Palace could then, yeah, he's had some horrible injury apparently. Oh right. Uh, and that leaves Crystal Palace without him, without and and maybe even with Dumb and Sako in at the back still. So their backline is getting uh, crushed oh, at the moment. So that also speaks well for Jimenez against Palace next game week, I guess. Don't sell Jimenez at this point. Yeah, I wasn't going to anyway, but... He's about to have the kid. <laughs> Is that yeah, you can always sit out with the kid. <laughs> we had some, we had some Baby guys in the Norwegian... Did you get yeah, on Instagram in the Norwegian... yet, Stefan? <laughs> no, no, but I asked the guys in the Elite 64 chat in here in Norway to, to follow him or her. <laughs> and I think he even uh, Jimenez himself put out a post and we had to go get the Google Translate to figure out what it said and... They were just looking forward to meeting the baby, so it can happen anytime now. Wow, wow. I have I have just seen that Marshall has scored again. He is ruin, ruining my end of the season. He's yes. doing so well, isn't he, at the moment? I can't get over that. God, maybe I need to bring him in. Right, let, let's move on then to the next kind of group of questions regarding Liverpool then. So your team, Stefan, we've got one here from Ryan at Ryan9969. Verdict on Liverpool assets. Hold, sell. They seem to be on the beach already, but it just feels like you could still hope for something better when they lift the trophy versus Chelsea. So what do you reckon? Your, your team... I have an argument against this being on the beach stuff. I think they mm. they have been sloppy defensively, and, yeah. and you can see from the goals, the Burnley goal sloppy, and the Arsenal goals. Okay, don't have even have to talk about it. But other than the two chances they gave away, the two goals they gave away to Arsenal, Arsenal pretty much didn't have the option to do anything. I don't think they recorded oh, another they, they shot. Ha- they hammered Arsenal. It was twenty-four shots to three in the yeah. end. Seventeen and, in the and box. So, so, yeah, and Arnold is keeping keeping crossing, and he's on some free kicks as well. Robertson is just great. I guess you have some numbers on him, James. You also talked, uh, listed some numbers on him before or, or the early yeah, start. Yeah, of the his, his touches. Yeah. Mane basically never gave the ball away and was uh, very good. Salah had two big chances missed, same as versus Burnley, I think, and. The only thing that's wrong with Liverpool now is they're giving away some goals and they're not scoring the goals they should score. But yeah. I, I can't say I, I feel even the slightest... Um, I don't think I have any slight reason to sell my Liverpool assets at this point. I'm uh, very much deliberating Salah captain again this, this game week. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, my numbers on uh, Robertson was just that he got the most touches in the within the game week and the most touches in the opponent's half and he was second for chances created on six and just to go over all the you know they they did hammer Arsenal as I mentioned 24 shots to three and Mane got six shots Salah four for midfielders in the last six who's top of the XGI is Antonio on 7.39 but in second it's Salah on 5.39 and then Mane's just in fourth so Salah also second as well for XG. He's top for shots in the last six on 28, 23 in the box. He's got eight big chances in the last three. I mean, I, like I said, I think he's been quite unlucky not to have scored. Like he, he blanked in the last two. Normally managers are like, well, he's blanked in the last two. Maybe he's not worth the 12.5 and they should sell him. But I reckon he's, he's due a haul now. Sorry, you were going to say something. Yeah. Uh, and- and who are you going to sell him for? That's uh, maybe the question also. Son, sell him for Son, yeah, Son yeah. maybe. Yeah, but the City assets again, they have the FA Cup game and the yeah. Watford game on Tuesday. Who knows what they're going to do that game week? Yeah. I, so, I mean, uh, he's yeah. only four goals behind Vardy as well, isn't he? I reckon it's doable. <laughs> Next two. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's, of course, it's, it's doable. The thing is, but the thing is, he wants to score regardless. And he, he gets yeah. close to 90 minutes each game. You don't have to worry about that. Newcastle uh, in the last game week, Spurs just put three past them this game week. So and no sells. Yeah, I, I'm not looking at selling at all. I think yeah, it's true. too. They, they, they've too got, fancy they've at got this stage. five of their six centre backs out injured. Newcastle. What, what about you then, yeah. Rich? What's your thoughts on Liverpool and Salah, etc.? Sorry to be boring, but yeah, I completely agree with both of you. I mm. don't see any reason 
to sell them. Um, I mean, Trent, for example, it was only a few weeks ago there were discussions around you know his price and that next season he should be nine million, ten million. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, I think enjoy it. He almost scored, didn't he? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And he's always going to have that danger, um, and he, and he's been rested now, so he's probably going to play both, almost certainly going to play the last two games. And I mean, you're getting him for seven point seven, or, or most people got him at seven million, apart from certain people. Um, <laughs> you but, shush. <laughs> but honestly, he's a bargain, and I'm just going to keep him in. If he gets a zero, most people own him anyway. So does it matter? And the, one of the reasons I sold Salah was because I wanted some kind of differential, so I went for Sterling on wildcard. Hmm. But the more Salah drops in ownership and yeah. still continues to look threatening, the more it makes me want him. And I think if I was Stefan with him still, I'd, I think I'd look at captain him as well. Yeah. Especially well, the last, last game. Exactly. I think, it was down, I think it was down to 50% effective ownership in top 10k this, this game week. Oh, that, doesn't, uh, that doesn't happen often. I think you've, <laughs> it really tempts me to try and get him back. Yeah, a lot of people might be looking. Also, we mentioned rest earlier. Liverpool get a full six days rest before the Chelsea game. And Chelsea play in the FA Cup um, semi-final on the Sunday. Then they play Liverpool on the Wednesday. So they only get two days rest. Now, actually because a lot of people have pressed me about this, if you're arguing against the two days rest, I consider rest days as the days they are not, uh, they are able to rest and not actually play competitive football. So they play on the Sunday, rest on the Monday, then rest on the Tuesday. Uh, so that'll be light training. And then they play again on the Wednesday. So as we're creeping towards the end of uh, the fixtures from the restart, it's going to be quite taxing to play all those big games all at, all in that close uh, period. I do remember a quote from Arsene Wenger, my man. He used to say that um, he would even rest the the goalkeeper if they played too many games in succession. Now, I don't care what you say. Arsene Wenger is a wise man, and I do believe in that theory that you can, for the likes of Arsenal as well, and United, and Chelsea, they're all going to have these games so close. I don't think you can say the same about City because they rotate so much. But yeah, anyway, Chelsea, two days of rest. Liverpool get six. So there's a big reason to keep hold of those Liverpool players also you know they've got Newcastle at the end of the season like we say they've got you know injuries all in their centre-backs and they're actually statistically the worst defence since the restart Newcastle so yeah I, I think yeah keep them and even a potential captain option for both games so imagine yeah. Salah against Alonso I, I know it might not happen <laughs> But, it won't happen. I'm pretty but, sure it won't but, happen. But imagine there was like an injury in the cup or something. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's after the deadline, so we wouldn't know. I'm yeah. just thinking the, of like best case scenario for you, Stefan. But. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, it's hard to predict what Chelsea are going to do that game. Because even though Leicester and United win today, Chelsea can... Uh, even with a loss against Liverpool, I think they have the opportunity to go to the Champions League with a win against Wolverhampton, being that uh, both uh, United and Leicester face each other in the last game week. So I'm, I'm not sure how Lampard will approach that game. Maybe try to just win it, because winning it means he he is in a great spot for the Champions League. And if he's going to try to play for a draw or something, it... Uh, Maybe that's not too different from losing the game. I haven't looked too deep into this, but that's something to to look up uh, before the game. The different scenarios on how how much points Chelsea need from that game. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, something to, to if, work if, out. Before. If they are going, if they are going to go and attack and try to win the game versus Liverpool, uh, Salah is even better, I think. Hmm. And of yeah. course, Mane. That the same goes for Mane. If you own Mane, don't sell Mane. Uh, yeah, and, and we can captain him as well, I think. He was the only one that looked really on it in the Arsenal game. Yeah. Salah, Salah was a little bit off, but he was sharp and was... 7% owned. Or 7% effective ownership, sorry. What, for money? For money, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. mad. 
Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> yeah. he's worth a captain option as well. Same same eyes, yeah. But let's move on then. So we we've got one here about um defenders. We've got a few questions. People are looking at defenders in these last two game weeks. I just almost don't think it's worth it unless it's like on like a complete punt like I did with Alonso or someone like that. I don't think you're gonna get that many points. But we've got one here from KVIG FPL saying, Should I replace TAA uh, on game week thirty seven? And one here from Win at Straw Hat underscore L saying, The sales to Lampty uh, for a hit, I'm bench boosting or not worth it. Um, and Abu is saying, A best defender for a one week punt. So let's just answer those quickly. I'll come back to you, Rich. Can you answer, just answer those one by one? Oh, to me, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, I think for, I looked through all the defenders for this week, and I think the best punt would be Tarkowski so for example if if you have to do the move and maybe you're free hitting in 38 which I'm assuming they are mm. I think targeting the Burnley defenders is probably the best way I mean you mentioned about the the goals um that Norwich can see from headers Tarkowski yeah he's, header, yeah. he's he's I think he's had yeah 20 shots this season um I'm assuming most of those are headers <laughs> yeah so, yeah I'll find so, out I mean, actually I'm interested yeah, you could do a lot worse than him. You could do a lot worse than Tarkowski. There's not actually many defenders that stand out for a one-week punt. Yeah. I wouldn't take a hit. I mean, Stefan's got a bench boost still, so he's probably better place to answer. But I wouldn't take a hit to replace a defender like Lamptey and for Lascelles. I'd yeah. probably just, this late in the season, I'll just lose a player on my bench boost. Yeah, I think I, I almost agree with that one. What, what's your thoughts on that, Stefan? No, uh, I, I'm in a situation where after the Taylor injury, I'm looking at 14 players maximum for game week 38 bench boost without taking a hit. And I won't be taking a hit for Charlie Taylor out. I, I would maybe do it if I am in a situation where I need points, lots of points, because then I would take the variance and just hope that my player that comes in brings me more than four points. But generally, you won't get more than four points expected from a defender yeah. at 4.5 million. Lascelles to Lamptey, you, you, you're probably not going to score that many. He might get the odd assist. No. Uh, I think yeah, but the thing is, got the highest ceiling for this week. Yeah, but <laughs> you, you're give, giving away points by taking that hit, in my opinion. If yeah. you don't have lots of money in the bank and you can upgrade to someone like, say, Robertson or uh, maybe... Uh, okay, there's not that many options. Maybe Doherty, of course. Uh, and the, if I were to take a hit this game week, it would have to be for a Wolves defender. They are still looking great at they the are, bank. Yeah, they're just they, getting the really penalty, unlucky. The uh, penalty against Burnley was just uh, nothing. Yeah, it's that was uh, unlucky. It's a, it's a, it's a shame with all the refereeing. <laughs> Two-millimeter offsides and... Doherty being kicked almost in the face <laughs> and conceding a penalty. Yeah, well, yeah Doherty uh, came on, got an assist, and then bust everyone else's clean sheets. So I had. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good yeah, for think, Doherty owners. I still think Wolves are the best team for defensive uh, for the defenders this this game week. So if you if you are going to take that risk with a hit, I would go for Bolly, Size, someone like that. Yeah, I like the Tarkovsky shout though. The twenty shots he's taken, uh twelve of them were headed goal attempts, four of them were big chances as well. So yeah, you're more or less probably gonna get a Tarkovsky header attempt in this game, I reckon. Yeah, good shout, mate. Um right, so we I mean to go for the the last question here from Nuclear Atom saying who's a good replacement for the sales? I suppose we've answered that with maybe the Wolves one. And you reckon Tarkovsky is a punt? Yep, I reckon they're good answers. Uh, for, the, for the rest of the season, I think Wolves is, of course, tricky. And uh, I, I'm in a situation if uh, Aurier is not coming back for the Leicester game, I will have to transfer out a defender, then probably Taylor to even have three defenders starting this game week and I will I have a few good options there and um, I might do a Wolverhampton guy but the last game week against Chelsea isn't too uh, attractive so so that's a tough one I think maybe a Sheffield United defender Egan he, he seems to be up on every corner now when they have Everton and Southampton uh, as the two last games I, I still like the Dunk. Dunk 
Dunk, yeah, yeah Tar- Tarkovsky, but he, he's expensive. Tarkovsky is mm. expensive. And, and of course, Dunk, Webster, they can work out. But I do like St. Maximum for wiping out the Brighton clean sheet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so who knows? Yeah, it's no. a tricky one. It's not very much to pick from. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> There's not yeah. a definitive answer there. Um, but... <sighs> I do like the Tarkovsky shout overall. I would, I would say for the rest of the season, I was, if you can get Tarkovsky or, uh, shame that Taylor's out now, isn't it? And now he's injured. Otherwise, he would have been a good option. Who comes in replace of Taylor now? Probably Peters. Peters. I would assume. He, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, he maybe, moves down and, uh, maybe he's an option or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peters is an option. Yeah. That's Bartley. If Bartley is an option, uh, and, um, <laughs> Kevin so, Long Kevin Long's in 4.3 yeah, these, these are some options guys God, <laughs> we really are scraping the bottom of the barrel so, here, aren't we? Yeah, and the thing is how do we believe in this Burnley defence with me, Taylor and Lawton out and <laughs> all those are, are starters for a Burnley defence Yeah, true. so we're down to only Tarkovsky and Pope left and we still have blind faith in Pope uh, keeping everyone out he's so I'm good he can so keep sure. clean sheets against anyone I'm not they so sure. Tarkovsky yeah. and Pope are the most important players, probably for for Burnley. So, yeah. and you just got to cross your fingers. I think. I mean, there's only been what two, two or three clean sheets so far. Obviously, we're midway through the matches, so yeah. there's yeah. not many teams we can trust. Uh, I, I think we've we've overdone Rico. The, we've Do over, Rico. No, let, let's move <laughs> on before you start <laughs> going <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Rico is back. <laughs> let's move on. Right. So defenders are done. Um, FPL Vader is asking best city asset to bring in this week. And then he asked about Aubameyang, but we, I think we've answered that. To bring in this week, uh, I think we'll, we'll move on to the other question from FPL Jimmy White uh, saying, who is your, what is your best guess at the Pep Roulette for game week 37? So Rich, <laughs> going to come to you. We, we had Josh yeah. list the whole team last week. Your pressure's on. Josh had it a bit easier than me because <laughs> there wasn't yeah. a cup game in between. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, no one cares about the defenders. So I'll go with Edison in goal. Yeah. 100%. I guarantee that. Yeah. Because he won't even play in the cup. So yeah, we won't list I, the, uh, we won't list the back four. I don't know if Edison, I think they might go for the cup. So, although Bravo's probably been promised the cup. I think Bravo plays yeah. in the cup. But, yeah. So Bravo Edison, Edison should play. But I mean, I think I'm, maybe I'm being biased. I think De Bruyne, Mares, and Sterling. I really <laughs> your think players. they're going to play oh, okay, the yeah. last two games. Yeah. Why? So folding Apart from bench. me owning them. <laughs> Apart I, from you owning them, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been benched in the last game. Um, obviously, they're going to play in the cup. I'd be, I'd be pretty confident they're going to start in the league. I mean, I, I guess I can't guarantee it, but what do you I don't know, that's my on? gut feeling. I feel like they're the best three. I mean, the best four, sorry, are Jesus and Mares, De Bruyne and Sterling. Yeah, I'd want to own those four. I'm not as high on you guys as they, on David Silva. Why? I've got some doubts <laughs> over. Obviously, it's awesome. I think the point is that. They've got obviously possibly a cup final after 38, and they've got Champions League. Oh, they definitely and got they're cup looking final. at signing him for next season. Well, there's some rumours today. Yeah, I'm true. not convinced in an empty stadium that he's definitely going to play. Mm, <laughs> yeah, he's shout. definitely going to play, and, and <laughs> David Silva is definitely not going to play against Real Madrid as a starter. That is not something Pep will do. I I can go to the grave for with that one. <laughs> he could play um, in the cup final. Yeah. And yeah, he could final. play, but that's a, that's almost a week after gaming thirty eight, right? Yeah, well, I guess so. But yeah. I mean, he's but, getting on a bit. <laughs> but the pro- problem with Silva is, of course, that we don't know if he's going to play away to to Watford, and that's the big dif- big problem here. We first have to predict the lineup in the FA Cup, and then have to see what who starts there and gets minutes there, and then decide who's going to start against uh, uh, against Watford. So for me, I think. The best city asset to bring in this week is no city asset. Yeah, but I think go for some someone who's gonna play. If you have cash uh, for maybe De Bruyne, go for Son. Son, yeah. Or if you ha- if you have cash for Sterling, maybe you can squeeze to Mane or Salah. Salah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and St- I guess Sterling is maybe more likely to play than many others because he. He also came in at half time now, so I guess he also gets uh, 
a run to score some goals and he can play a lot. So I think maybe Sterling is pretty safe. De Bruyne should be safe. <laughs> but but who knows at this point? I think it's and it, it can go to extra time, right? So you can have one hundred and twenty minutes if yeah, you're unlucky. I'm going to sell it's in the either, can you? It's just no. too hard to guess. Don't sell, don't buy would be my advice. And you can then uh, maybe also save a transfer for Gaming 38 and then pick the right one. Because after Arsenal and Watford, we should have a clearer image on who's going to start for City. And we will probably also get a leaked lineup mm. from this new hero I can't remember the name of. Scarface. <laughs> Scarface. Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out on this one and go. Yeah, I fully agree with what Stefan is saying there, and I don't know who's gonna start. So yeah, if you've got them, keep them, and if you don't, maybe go for someone else or save your transfer. Well, let's move on then. So I had a question? No, we didn't have a question. Planet FPL James Planet FPL Pod. So no question, just a welcome and best of luck wishes. It's kind of wrong English there, James, but nice to have you uh, post to us. I I do come on your stream every so often uh, if you want to follow them it's at planet fpl pod they do a great podcast every week give them a heads up um another question here mark at m bison 22 is saying who's the best punt for game week 37 rich go um i've mentioned my two already so oh, that's cop i was gonna, cop I had, answer would i know <laughs> i've only got answer. so many Honestly, I was looking through the list of players for this week, and there's not many. So I had, for safe ones, Wood and Tarkowski. Yeah. But full-on mad one was David Brooks. Okay, yeah, I like that. But I know I, you guys like Stanislas. I, so. oh, well, don't ruin my one. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, what about you and Stefan? Don't ruin my one. I'll tell you, if you ruin it. I, I won't ruin uh, yours. I, I can list a few. Uh, Callum Wilson is one. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a punt. You yeah. said punt, right? Yeah, 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 he's on. a punt. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you who I'm going to list uh, as well, actually. Podens at the Wolves. He's a punt. Yeah. This is if you're, if you're scraping the barrel here. And uh, I can also throw in... Uh, I'm not sure who I can throw in. <laughs> I'll go with uh, St. Maxima against Brighton away. Okay, yeah. Well, obviously, mine's going to be uh, Stanislaus because he's the best player that's ever lived. My other one is someone who I'm bringing into my draft team this week just because there are no other choices in attack. But he's pl- he's, pl- <laughs> <laughs> he's playing a Burnley uh, at home is Pookie. I'm randomly hoping that maybe he can bring his form back. If this pays off, then I'll come back and play this podcast a hundred times on many other podcasts. But if it doesn't, I'll just forget about it. So we'll move on. Right, next question then. <laughs> I dropped him in that draft league. Yeah, yeah, I know you did, so I'm picking him up and see what happened. Right, <laughs> ne- my face in it. <laughs> next question is from Lee Bishop at Lee C. Bishop saying, good luck F- uh, Flapjack FPL. Now, how the hell did he know that you were going to be in the hot seat? Let us know, Lee, because uh, we kept it very quiet and it would be interesting to, to find out. Uh, we also got another one here from uh, Kayazad. Is that Kayazad at Kayazad. Load of numbers. Uh, two free transfers. So he's either going Wood and Mane or J-Rod and Salah. Well, J-Rod, I think, uh, noted that he, he might be injured. So Wood and Mane for me. Um, what about you, Rich? What were the two? Wood and Mane and... Well, yeah, because they're not injured. Yeah, yeah. So let's go yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's an easy, easy answer. I always go there. with players that aren't injured. Yeah, let's go with them. Right, I'm done for a piss. So uh, we'll be right back for the Arsenal's perspective. Okay, welcome back from the Iceman's Piss Break. We will go over partner chat now. Mikael Topfam's algorithm. Right, so he's loved my defence the last few weeks. He's put to me, for the third week running, at least your defence is a mess. Thanks, Mikael. He reckons that I should look at 
Luca Dean has a defender to bring in, but Everton just seem to be going downhill at the moment. He's also saying that my midfield uh, five are all good, and the forwards that I could get is Vardy to Ings, because Ings can't stop scoring, but Vardy did look good today, as you mentioned, Stefan, so I think I might be keeping him. I'm not actually sure. I might actually save a transfer. He does say that maybe saving might be good. Um, if you want to check him out, it's patreon.com forward slash transfer algorithm for just $1.50 per month. We're also partnered with Fancy Football Hub and you can go to their website, fancyfootballhub.co.uk, sign up there. There's a free trial going on. And if you want to check out FPL Doodles at FPL Doodles 1, he, he does some great drawings every week on Twitter, which we share. Right, Traptains, transfers and captains. And we're going to choose the best choice of captain as well. I'm going to come to you first, Stefan. Who are your captains? Uh, transfer. I will only make a transfer if Aurier is out of the Spurs Leicester game. And the reason I don't like Aurier that game, anyways, but the reason I will keep him and play him is that I have no other good options to bring in for Taylor, I think given that I have to play them both this game week and the next one. So I would keep my free transfer and get two free transfers for the last game week of the season, if that is possible. Uh, for captains, we talked a lot about Salah, and he should play. Liverpool should be rested, but I can't look past Martial. He, I have watched the game with one eye as we podded and he's yet again so goddamn impressive so um uh, and i think igalo will start the fa cup game so i'm gonna go with marcel uh, i do expect both uh, united and chelsea to rotate pretty heavily in the fa cup so i think igalo is gonna play and even if marcel plays he will play yet again versus west ham there's no chance he will be benched at this stage of the season so <laughs> you're so confident Mar- on Mar- that one yeah 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 marcel for me 100% okay and who would be the best captain choice if you could choose anyone would it be marcel as well uh yeah <laughs> don't why not see- yeah, but I don't see and I'm looking at the fixtures and I don't see anyone else being better at this point uh, it would be it so would be annoying. if you nail if you nail the city city captain of course if you just look into the what's it called when you can predict the future <laughs> the looking glass or something <laughs> yeah well yeah and and predict the future and see that sterling starts up top with jesus rested then we can captain sterling of course but i think it's impossible to do so martial for me the best captain this game week bruno he was overperforming uh, and it uh, it seems to show now although we had hit the post today also so he he can still get points <laughs> he will probably get some points but i think martial is just looking way better at this stage so yeah. confident okay very confident on that what about you then rich who are your traptons um see i've also lost taylor and it it annoys me because one of the reasons i got him on wildcard was for this fixture for the norwich game but I'm d- i don't want to be using transfers on defenders at this time of year, so I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna move Giroud onto someone else. But it just depends who. Obviously, all the names we mentioned earlier. You're bringing in Wood, aren't you? Surely. See, I haven't got Ings, so ah. Ings would be like the sensible, boring one. But then the fun one would be Wood or Kane. I think Kane would be more long term. Do, do you have also... money for Kane in the bank? Yeah, I've got money. I can do jury to okay. yeah anyone because I, I think I'm, I think you should so, use that money. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. I've got Inketia on the bench as well, so he could you know he could be useful down the line. So I'd still have him. Inketia so is banned, right, for the rest of the games, or no? Maybe not so he he'll be back because he, his last game of the suspension is the cup game. So yeah. he'll he'll actually be back for the Villa game. So I mean, the whole oh, reason really? I've got the money for yeah yeah yeah, oh. yeah he's actually unsuspended. So he'll play the next game so i think if people were looking at lacazette for example i wouldn't but the reason i've got the money is because i've got i went Giroux, i went i downgraded kane to vardy to Giroux. so it's you know i've just been rotating one spot but i think that's going to be my move yeah i would get you back to the orba versus kane question i will i will get the money on the pitch i think it's uh yeah i agree i'll be i'll be back to my uh, wild card because I, I'll have literally just <laughs> rotated that one spot for three weeks. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you say your captain? Who was your captain? Oh, my captain. Um, see, 
I think I was thinking Martial as well, but I want to see how West Ham play tomorrow because if they if they win, they'll be safe. I think mathematically because they're playing Watford. So then I'll, pro- I'll probably be more confident Captain Martial if West Ham aren't playing for anything. Otherwise, I might look at Sterling again. But if it goes wrong again, it's my own fault. Like it, there's there's big risks in captaining these players who are playing FA Cup games midweek or at the weekend rather. Yeah. So, so you don't know is the key to that one. <laughs> it's Martial or Sterling. Awesome. Martial would be sensible. Sterling would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something to aim for in the overall rank? Do you need to climb? See, I thought I did because I went from about 110,000 to 30,000 in like less than a week, but now I've dropped to about 50. So I think top 10K is out of the question. I really don't think I could get back up there now in two weeks. So I think I'm just going to try and have an okay finish, like a 20,000. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not going to ruin my record. It's obviously I'd love to finish a bit higher, but. So no, basically, I haven't got anything really to pay for. I mean, I've got a couple of cash mini leagues with friends, but the, I mean, the amount of money, it's not worth the stress, like for £30 or something. <laughs> yeah, so the same as me. I've entered a, a bottom dwellers league in my current uh, money mini league, and I'm winning that. So I've got something to play for, but it's really not okay. worth, the, <laughs> worth the fuss. But this is why I, I'm, I'm looking at my, my traps into this week. <laughs> I am actually looking at moving Foden out for Stanislas. He plays Southampton uh, at home, and he's been playing well. He's on for kicks, could be on penalties. I'm just really tempted by it. It's just that Jimenez, I think I should be removing him for Ings or even the likes of Wood. I am quite tempted on Wood. Listening to those stats I did earlier, finding all that information about him, I was just like, well, I've got to go for it, really. But I've only got the one transfer. It's a shame because I really need two. And yeah, I'm quite tempted on both of them. Not really sure on who I'm going to go for. My captain's on Salah at the moment. Um, I don't know if I'm going to change it. I know he's playing Chelsea, but he just seems to get loads of chances and I just think he's going to score. He's due because he's had two blanks and he got 18 points there in the Brighton game. He's due another 18 points, so it's on Salah at the moment. Uh, what about best captain, Rich? I didn't ask you about who do you think the best captain was. I'd go for Salah if I had him. It was like I said earlier, when his ownership drops, mm. you, you know what you can do. I always think of that last Christmas against Bournemouth when he scored, what, the hat-trick after a lot of people sold him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's capable of stuff like that. I mean, that's why I, I might consider captain in Sterling. I like these players that are, you know, a little out of favour <laughs> because they can they can score you 20-plus points, so 40 points as a captain. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd go for it if I was you. Could really boost me up. Yeah, well, that's who it's on at the moment. Who knows? You'll you'll find out in Slack anyway. Right, go move it to the feedback box now. So we had one here from Kaza at FPL underscore Kaza. It's saying, another amazing podcast, uh, guys. Really high-quality chat. Looking forward to Josh. Sad to see James Drury and Horsgrug leave. One thing he noticed, how much James makes sure questions are answered fully, like the triple captain question, and if playing a free hit game week 38. He probes answers rather than accepting and moving on. Is this something that you're going to do next season, Rich? I don't know. It's quite stressful. I mean, I'm sweating. <laughs> the way. It might be the heat. <laughs> it's quite hot here, actually. Yeah, but yeah, I'll I, do my best. I, I've realised just doing a mock pod with Josh, like yeah. how difficult it is hosting. Like being a guest is quite relaxing. As in, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Although, you, unless you've got me probing <laughs> you, is there? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about the probing. I'll have to have a thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's not it's not easy to to manage and and make sure you get your views out at the same time, but it is doable. So yeah, if I can do it, anyone can. Anyway, right, we've got no Alexa's afterthoughts for this episode, but um, for your information, listeners, on Monday I will be recording a special episode uh, with not only the legend that is FPL General Mark McGettigan, but the owner of the Sheffield United. 
the owner of Sheffield United, Prince Abdullah bin Massad. He will be on the podcast with the general. We will be recording via video. So there will be a video up on our YouTube channel. So search um, FPL Surgery. Although I have actually forgotten the login to my FPL Surgery <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> so if anyone knows how to work out what that could be, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that will be an interesting podcast. And uh, later on that week, we'll be recording a normal one with Stefan. Uh, with a late riser who is uh, doing very well at the moment right rich i'd like to thank you for coming on and uh, looking forward to hearing you next season on the pod no thank you very much and i mean you've just announced three way better things than me so <laughs> <laughs> you are one of the, the prince, one of the, the general good and, yeah late riser but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, good, good luck next good luck next season no thank and, you uh, i yeah. think you'll you'll do a good job i, I listened to the test recording and it, it sounded good so it's uh, it's gonna be fine yeah well, i'll keep good. listening and I'm going to get something good out of it, I'm sure. Well, I, think- I will just miss listening to you two because, I mean, I know the other day <laughs> I was hoping an Iceman released the pod before the price changes and he didn't. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> because I'd like to listen to it before I do my transfers. Even if I just stick to what I was doing, you know, it's part of my week. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's, uh, you do want to hear everything before you have to make your transfers and it's a bit annoying that it uh, can't release it straight away. It does take a little time to edit but i've not been editing last one so this one should be out pretty pronto right so if you've liked what you've heard today and would like to support the podcast please do so patreon.com forward slash fpl surgery join our mini league still still open ccc jk2 and check out our website fplsurgery.com we're on facebook soundcloud itunes reddit and twitter at fpl surgery and if you want to email me it's info at fplsurgery.com right Stefan, the next episode will be the last episode of yeah. this year. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm going to get sentimental, but uh, we'll try to push it until <laughs> until next week. We'll see what happens next week, yeah. Well, uh, good <laughs> yeah. luck in your, in your game weeks, everybody. And Stefan? Up the pod. Up the pod. Up the pod. Pepper <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got that on record as well. Thanks for that. <laughs> Pep Lip. <sighs> God. <laughs> Once more. <again. laughs> Come on. Yep. Yep. Right, that's that's recorded, Stefan. Thanks for that. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll stop again, shall I? Who cares about oh. that? No one cares. I'm sat there complaining about being 22nd. It's not <laughs> what good times. Now you're, you're complaining about a what nowadays, yeah? You believe? <laughs> yeah. Love a good moan of FPL. Right, let's give it a quick test. One, two, three tests from me, Stefan. One, two, three tests from me. And one, two, three tests from me. And Richard. Richard. <laughs>